Hey, New City, this is Ben Kant, and I am here with the one and only Joshua Kessler, <laughs> Director of Music and Liturgy here at New City. Hey, Josh, how are you? Hey, good, Ben. I'm doing good. Um, it's good to be here with you and just hanging out. Podcast. Yeah. I think this is the first podcast I've done with you. That's crazy. Which is cool. Is that intentional, Josh? Have you been avoiding me? I've, you know, uh, you're in, an intimidating guy. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I do my best actually to cultivate <laughs> that kind of persona. So <laughs> that instill that fear in, in right. others, right? <laughs> well, Josh, we're here to talk about the common rhythm, yeah. uh, which is a new city initiative uh, that all of our congregants are practicing, mm-hmm. um, which is to, to kind of weave together a common life towards a common love. That is our the love of God with all of ourselves and our neighbor as ourselves, mm. what Jesus defines as the, the two most important commandments, right? Yeah. Love and God, so, love your neighbor. That's yeah. right. And so I would love to hear from you, Josh, as you've practiced the common rhythm, mm-hmm. what's it been like for you? Highs, lows, experience uh, yeah. with these practices. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's been interesting to notice that the... The practices that I've implemented and that are that are regular practices, there may have been some difficulty in starting those things out, but I have so noticed how beneficial, beautiful, fulfilling, like uh, encouraging mm. those things have become mm. as they happen regularly, mm-hmm. and the potential and the possibilities. Um, as it pertains to ministry, when we're talking about loving God, loving neighbor, mm-hmm. that it opens up or that the practices open up. Yeah. Like I think when they become a regular thing. Mm. Uh, so I've, I've, I think I've, I've also noticed the, I, w- I would call it like disappointment mm. uh, in really wanting to be uh, in a in a greater spot when it comes to practices mm-hmm. and, and experiencing that. Oh, like for me, it's the evening rhythm. I still don't have this good evening rhythm. Okay. And it's something that I want to implement. It's mm-hmm. something that I want to have. It's something I want to get better at. Mm. Like, Well, I'm uh, sure that plenty of people listening would probably say something similar. I know mm. the evening rhythm gets challenging for me too. So yeah. what do you think the obstacles are there? What is it about the evening <sighs> It sounds like the morning and through the rest of the day is it works. There's some good practices in the morning, but in the and, evening and the it's day. challenging. Yeah, you know, I think the simple answer I, I want to say for like a lot of people, but I know for me is when you're when you've got to the end of the day, you're just physically exhausted. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think you're exhausted in a lot of different ways. Maybe yeah. maybe even emotionally and spiritually too, mm. drained. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's probably why it's one of the hardest practices to implement is, mm-hmm. is just a regular evening rhythm Yeah. when, especially, you know, like you've got a toddler, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't even have kids, but I'm physically exhausted. I'm emotionally exhausted. And the thing I know that I need is to commune with God, right? Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or my wife or like friends and, and community, but I'm so tired. And so mm-hmm. my default is to just watch Netflix or sure. a movie mm-hmm. or something. Um, and so I think what I need to do is just set an alarm for, I'm, I'm not somebody who goes to bed early. I'm one of those mm-hmm. people that goes to bed a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So I need to set an alarm for nine or nine 30 and mm. says, uh, memorize a Psalm, mm. you know, um, or hit that third prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, that's just 
probably a simple answer, but I sure. think that a lot of people resonate with the idea that, yeah. you know what, I'm so physically exhausted, like emotionally exhausted. Mm-hmm. I haven't, or I, and, or I haven't had a chance to connect with my wife, my mm-hmm. kids, like, and so I think that's probably one of the reasons the it's one of the most difficult practices to yeah. keep regular. I can get that. Well, yeah. and even one of the things you're touching on is how, um, how rest requires effort. It does. And that's such an oxymoron. Yeah, Cause you're crazy? like, Oh, if I could just like fall into a comfy chair and like check out, I would be rested. And we all know that that's not the case. Right. Because <laughs> it's, it's the, it's the rest. It's the temporary rest that you know, you're going to need again and again and again. Mm-hmm. But the rest you get from communing with God, um, mm-hmm whether that's through others or just, you know, th- by yourself through prayer, memorizing a psalm or something like that, is is that drink of water that he offers you mm-hmm. from the well that never runs dry, yeah, right? right? That you know that, man, I'm even going to feel this the next morning, mm-hmm. like, and throughout the week as I'm interacting with other people, it's like the Holy Spirit brings that psalm to you or he mm-hmm. brings to memory something you prayed about, mm-hmm. you know, that night because you we're consistent with that practice. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I get that. So you said that, um, the, some of these practices, as you've kind of worked them into habits, Mm um, I think the way you described it, they kind of opened up. Mm -hmm. Um, how would you put words to tell us, give us a concrete example of one of the practices. Man, one of the most common ones is the, is the noon, um, alarm for the Lord's prayer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I've, I've experienced times when I've been out, you know, with others, with Mm -hmm. people, were they be- believers or non-believers? And uh, I mean, walking around Universal Studios with uh, with Kayla, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's noon. Oh, it's time to pray. I've been in a really grumpy mood. Mm. Like, I've been in a really crappy mood, mm-hmm. and I, I need this right now. Mm. Like, I need a reset. Like, I need – that doesn't just open it up for me. It opens up for my wife mm-hmm. and – any random person who could be walking around, like standing around, like, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I have this weird thing where I just stop in the middle of the day and I sure. pray the Lord's Prayer because I need it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I've just found that in, um, uh, among other believers, like playing a pickup basketball game, mm-hmm. I remember specifically, like my alarm goes off, um, I pray, I invite some of the other guys around if they wanted to pray. And then uh, later on, a few of them asked me like, hey, it, was that a real thing? Like, mm. is that, do you, I'm like, yeah. Are I you do really this. that weird? Yeah, are you really that strange? Like in <laughs> the middle the of a layup, you just <laughs> stop right. to pray. <laughs> is that the secret to your game? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> he just distracted us. It was like a weirdest Jesus juke I've That's ever seen. Um, no, yeah. So like, uh, and later they asked me like, "That's that real? And I said, mm. yeah. And I said, if you want to get in on it, just, set your alarm mm-hmm. every day for noon and yeah. it, it will remind you. So it just opens up so many possibilities um, for ministry uh, with others, mm. with people who don't know Jesus mm-hmm. um, and and with those who are closest to you. That's so too. good. Yeah. Well, I remember when we did the reset for renewal, we, t- we called that a prayer of reorientation. Mm. Um, and you said y- you'll find yourself maybe in a, in a grumpy mood or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I've found my bad moods correlate with me not getting my way. Mm. Uh, whatever that might look like. And I don't, mm-hmm. you know, it just might be, I'd rather be like taking a nap right now <laughs> rather than doing <laughs> yeah. it. So I'm not getting my way, right? Totally. And then you have to pray this prayer at noon mm-hmm. that says, your will be done. Right. 
which is a, just right. this definitive like, hey, I'm surrendering. I'm surrendering me getting my way. Because, yeah. uh, you know, default Christian posture is your will be done, not mine. Your kingdom right. come, not mine. Um, and, and so I appreciate that. There's this reorientation to what's ultimately real and what matters more than anything what else. What is the most important thing? Yep. Yes, it's God's kingdom. That's so That's good. That's the most important thing. And we're, we're so prone to build our own kingdom mm-hmm. every single day and to stop in the middle of the day and say, this is not about me or, and, and I'm making it about me right mm-hmm. now. And it's about this kingdom that I'm trying to build. I've got to surrender that. Yeah. yeah. The Lord's prayer in particular is powerful for many reasons. One is it's, it's, the Christians all over the world through all time and place have, have prayed this prayer. That's amazing. And, uh, and, and so realistically, somebody's praying it at the same time as you, whether they're doing so the common cool. rhythm here at New City or not. It could be on the other side um, of the planet, that's you right. know, uh, uh, praying the same prayer. I've heard In it In a said, different tongue. It's just so cool. Yeah, that's I've heard so it cool. said it, that the Lord's Prayer may be the most often quoted words in the English language in the history of English. Mm. Isn't that amazing? That's Probably so cool. the KJV, the, you know, our Father, thy kingdom thy come, kingdom thy come. will be done. Right. Uh, but I just think there's something so powerful about that. That's amazing. Yeah, I... I that that ought to encourage us too, right? Thinking about the fact that believers everywhere around the world mm-hmm. in all places and all times have been praying this prayer is just so cool. Which is the and first they, word, right? Our. Our. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a collective we. <laughs> yeah, we're we're reoriented to your point to mm-hmm. to the to the reminder that we are not alone, mm-hmm. like we are a body uh and that should be encouraging to us too. Yeah. That's so, so good. So, yeah. so three times prayer, particularly the mid yeah. ta- the midday prayer has been helpful. Midday prayer has been any amazing. others that you would say have particularly have added value. Yeah, I, I think the scripture before screens mm. is is huge because I've noticed how easy it is for me to get distracted. My alarm is on my phone to wake up, um, but if I'm having a healthy morning, it's mm-hmm. just I hit the I hit the stop on the alarm mm-hmm. and then I get up, go get coffee and go to the word. Yeah. But I could get really, it's easy for me to get so distracted for 10 minutes. Just mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I really need to clear my inbox. I have anxiety about my email inbox. And it's mm. like, not good. Mm. <laughs> I'm like addicted to email, I think. Um, so when I'm having a, a, a good morning with that mm. practice, that like, that sets the tone for the whole day. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm a zombie, and I'm going to be honest, I am a zombie in the morning. Uh, I'm like, I I, uh, I, need to trust, and I do need to trust that God's word is going to do its work. Mm-hmm. And whether I'm zombified or not, sure. that if I'm reading his word, like it's sharper than any double-edged sword, mm-hmm. he's going to minister, he's going to pierce to the bone and the marrow. Mm-hmm. And that's what I need more than anything. What I appreciate that about, about that is you're saying... Um, your job is to show up. God's yes. job is to do the work through His Word. Yes, and so it's like your the effort you're putting in is merely just to to come and to be to to hear, uh, which is the command, right? Hear, Absolutely. oh Israel, like open your ears, listen to this, listen, and yeah. and then Isaiah fifty five about the the Lord's word will not return void. It's going to do what it. That's purposes. right. So, yeah, we we we've got to trust that, and and I think that I I recognize that over time. Um, there was a sermon that. Ted Sin preached probably years ago now on mm. Psalm 46, and he talked about uh, the the analogy that's used of the deer panting for water, right? And how physically, when we go to sleep, like, and we wake up, we haven't been drinking water for like mm. six to eight hours, and so we are physically thirsty. But in the same way, 
our spirits like are are thirsty for something mm-hmm. and we're gonna grab something mm-hmm. when we wake up yes. so what are we gonna grab yeah. what are we gonna grab onto what are we gonna drink from mm. so where where are we gonna go yeah right um and uh i think like that's been huge yeah. starting off with god's word to to the point that damien's made many times like hearing his voice before any other voice mm-hmm. is huge yeah which so. I, I even you're quoting psalm 42 there the the that core of love right mm-hmm. which is this sorry psalm this, 42 <laughs> this thirst or this hunger for god yeah and i actually think that that's a that's something that i've been wanting to to communicate about the common rhythm mm. is that it's it's fueled or motivated by spiritual appetite Mm. That there's this hungering and thirsting for God, yeah. Uh, that that is is actually propelling us, compelling us, if you will, towards prayer or scripture or mm-hmm. uh, feasting or fasting or Sabbath or. And, totally. and why I think that's so important is to your point, we are we are hungry and thirsty creatures, bodily and existentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so there's this real sense in which that that actually few things motivate us in, in human existence quite like hunger and thirst. Right? Yeah. Uh, and so that to, survival instinct kicks in yeah. <laughs> pretty so quick. to name that that's what's going on when I, you know, wake up and look at social media, news, email, messages, whatever it might be for, you know, everybody's own choice. It's screaming at you. Mm-hmm. It's screaming for your attention, like every single morning. Uh, so I've, I've just found this helpful too. Like I don't have notifications from it. I shut them off mm-hmm. like on purpose yeah, from ev- literally everything. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have no, if whenever only I when download, you call Josh, that's the only notification I get. <laughs> See, I'm trying to just get rid of that intimidation. Factor. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's good. This is good. I feel so much more comfortable. The only time my phone rings is if Josh Kessler calls me. <laughs> I feel so wife. much more comfortable now. This is awesome. Perfect. I can do another podcast with you. That's what this I was great. after. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. I just sidetracked us big time. No, it's all good. Yeah. Like I, I, I think that I've noticed that, uh, that is such an, uh, an easy, easy distraction if mm. it's screaming at you, but if it's not, then it's so much more easier for me to just hit snooze on the, or uh, stop. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we do hit snooze a few times maybe, uh-huh. but hit stop on the alarm, go to scripture and hear from God first mm-hmm. before anything else. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I also use my phone as an alarm. Um, I'm so bad. I have two alarms. One's like a legit like alarm, but it's in the bathroom <laughs> because if, because <laughs> I will snooze my phone alarm. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I've been doing my morning prayer has been a prayer walk around our neighborhood. Mm. And, um, and so I do this thing where, uh, l- less I actually just go outside and feel what the temperature's like. I always check my phone to see what the weather's like and there see what the go. temperature is to right. know how I need to suit up to go outside for my prayer walk. Nice. And I just thought to myself, I, I hope people know that that's not breaking scripture before screens. <laughs> right, 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 right. right. Uh, but to your point, like, if you've got notifications, if mm-hmm. you've got the little red bubble above your mail, if you've totally. got, it's really easy to be like, oh, I didn't know I had, you know, three messages on Instagram. Or, so easy. So, so that's so the easy. thing. People just have to know themselves well enough to know. Yeah. Am and, I going to get hooked and sucked in now? And being honest, like, let, like be honest with yourself. And mm-hmm. I think I, I love the point that you've made that you guys have made. Uh, about um, being comfortable with failure. Yeah. And I know even that word is hard for some people, but mm-hmm. I think that if we can be honest, totally, completely honest and transparent with where we're at, mm-hmm. with one another too, uh, that we can say, like, you and I are just talking right now mm-hmm. about some of the difficulties of 
keeping an evening rhythm. Yeah. And that's just honest. Yep. But our desire is not to stay there, right? Mm-hmm. Our desire is to continue to become more and more like Jesus, become yes. disciples. And so, but we can't do that if we're not being honest with ourselves mm. too. Yeah. So like being totally honest about the fact that, yeah, I don't think I could open the weather app and not keep going, mm-hmm. you know, down the trail. Like yeah, that's yeah. okay. Yes. You know? I, I think that's so well said. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this beforehand. But, oh, go for it. Um, <laughs> one of our five C's is community, which is um, that we all need companions who have permission to kind of help us along the way, mm. um, which is the, the context in which we might be honest with people as you're describing or honest about where we're at with the common rhythm. Yeah. Um, what does community look like? And you might say, hey, actually, now that you say that, that's something that's been missing in my practice of the common rhythm, but mm. I'd be curious, what, what's community look like in your practice of the common, the common aspect of the common rhythm, if you will? Mm. Yeah, I think um, I, I would echo that and say that community is huge. Mm-hmm. It's um, so shout out to Tim and Aaron Burkholder, mm. still in their community group. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, it's a, it's a small tight knit group, but we, um, I, th- I just I think that that's so important for for everything we just mentioned, mm. which is you do need a place to be vulnerable and open and honest about the reality of your life right now. Mm. And there's some weeks where I honestly, truthfully, like I haven't been able to make it. It's been mm. very very busy and crazy. Or, uh, but when I am there and when we are there, making it a regular thing every week, mm. um, I'm I'm one reminded of so much truth Mm. that I forget, you know, I think it's so true that it's, it's the hardest thing for you to probably to preach to yourself, Mm. like the gospel, uh, or just the truth of who God is when Mm. you hear it from someone else though, Mm -hmm. it's, it's like that thing you knew you needed, but you don't have the strength to do Mm. for yourself. Yeah. And that, that happens in community like regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just just hearing truth about who God is, um, the truth of the gospel, how does that apply to me and affect mm-hmm. me right now in this moment mm-hmm. in the midst of other people? Um, and uh, that's something that only happens with other believers, yeah, right? That's so true. So uh, I think that it's been huge for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been huge to be able to, it's so encouraging when you're able to also pour out to other people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, the the body analogy that Paul uses is just it's so uh, it's it's so appropriate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because we all have different gifts and we all have different abilities, mm-hmm. and they are all needed. Mm-hmm. Whether you think honest seriously, whether you think they are or not, yeah, they are right. all needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to encourage, lift up, be with someone else in community too is also incredibly enriching mm-hmm. and encouraging mm-hmm. and and uplifting for my own faith. Mm-hmm. You're like God is using me right now and that's so cool. Yeah, that's so well so, said. Yeah. I love that. So you're saying that most of the community around the common rhythm you've experienced has been through your community group. Yeah. It's provided that for you in a, yeah. in a real way. Totally. Um okay Josh, last question. Yes. Uh, where would you say your biggest um, kind of growth edge with the common rhythm is right now? Or another way to say that is, are there any practices that you're just like, hey, I've this, you named it evening prayer, mm-hmm. um, that you're like, hey, I really want to um, move into this one with more concerted effort or yep. 
uh, develop in this particular area? Yeah, the first one, I mean, it, it because it's come to mind since I've been through the uh, the training sessions, mm-hmm. each time I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I need to I need to start this, I need mm-hmm. to do this, mm-hmm. and I I have not implemented it yet, but it's fasting, mm-hmm. and I uh, I actually. Uh, this is interesting for me. I don't think it's it's a f- a physical fasting of food, mm-hmm. um, but the idea came to my head uh, because I think that for me, my heart like I, I'm I'm so prone to grab emotionally onto uh, people mm-hmm. because well, it's, it's a big part of my story. But I'm terrified of being alone, mm-hmm. um, uh, and so I've. Just got married a few weeks ago, which is awesome, super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I noticed that tendency to dig my claws into my wife and and hold on to her instead mm-hmm. of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, like, would it be like really cool if one day a week we fasted from texting each other mm-hmm. the whole day, mm-hmm. uh, and every time. I want to text her. Mm. I pray this prayer. Mm-hmm. Jesus, make me wholly dependent on you. Yeah, yeah. Like, wouldn't that be so cool? Yes. <laughs> well, and I, you know, I semi-jokingly make the comment in the Common Rhythm Coaching uh, that fa- fasting, of course, is broader than food. It could be social media. It could be screen. It could be, and I say you can fast people. We call it solitude. Mm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. fasting people right it's mm-hmm. it's just that it's being alone with god and god alone mm-hmm. and so uh and, and for some people who are like hardcore introverts that are like yes you're speaking my language right i would say okay right. you can fast isolation too yes yeah exactly <laughs> and, and that's called community yes <laughs> so, yes so i do it's... think that there's this knowing yourself knowing your own propensities right uh, so i know that i am prone towards gluttony of all shapes and forms not just with mm. food with knowledge with experiences with mm. you know and so for me fasting literal food it it feels like self denial of a very high form mm. <laughs> uh, for some people fasting um drawing attention to themselves mm. w- what Jesus calls the discipline of secrecy not knowing what your left left hand doesn't know what your right hand is doing mm-hmm. that actually might be a really good fast like i'm going to do something really cool in Jesus but i'm not going to tell anybody about it mm. like yeah. so, so i love how you're broadly applying the category of fasting i think it's to love your neighbor better yes yes that's the goal. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I think that it's it's helpful to think about it this way. What would push me towards recognizing my need? Mm-hmm. Yes. What's going to push me towards recognizing my desperate need yeah. of Jesus? Yes. <laughs> and, and that's probably a great place to start. Yeah. Another way to use that to say that is as you already said. What, how can I be more acquainted with my thirst, my mm. hunger? Mm-hmm. And I do think that's where the fasting yeah. illustration comes in of like right. for, for you to go a whole day without texting and, mm-hmm. and every time you feel this hunger to text, <laughs> you recognize that that hunger is a deeper place, comes from a deeper place with a higher higher aim, a higher goal. Yeah. And that is, it's, it's aimed at God. It's, it's a hunger for Him. Yeah. And the communion that you're longing for that only He can offer. Yes. And when I get that from Him, I can move to other people without taking from them what I need. Yeah, that's what well Right, said. and I'm actually able to give to them. Mm-hmm. So so good. Josh, yeah. I hope this wasn't so intimidating after all. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I hope we can have round two and beyond because this is yeah. great. I so appreciate yeah. your uh, your faithfulness to practice this, first of all, um, yeah. and your your humility and honesty to tell us, hey, these are places where I'm, um, I'm needing to grow and where I'm asking the Holy Spirit to continue to do His work. It's real. This is, this is real life. Like, um, to... 
Eric's point, uh, to your point, I think, um, we, the more we're, we're able to be a place in a church that recognizes our weakness, mm-hmm. where we understand, like, it is okay. In mm-hmm. fact, we can boast in our weakness mm-hmm. because Jesus' strength is made perfect in that weakness mm-hmm. as we honestly, truthfully live life with one another. Yeah. I'm not going to grow if I sit here for 20 minutes mm-hmm. and talk to you about how I'm doing great on mm-hmm. all this mm-hmm. stuff. Like, that's not true. It's just not the truth. Yeah, so, that's right. Um, thank you for for doing this. Thank mm-hmm. you for being a part of a huge part of putting this together mm-hmm. and helping lead us to become yeah. disciples. Yeah, man. Weakness is the way, baby. It I is. I love it. That's true. Well, good to be with you, Josh. Thanks, man. You too, Ben.